All right. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Welcome, guys. Welcome to Waiting It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. I'm Sally. <laughs> that is true. And we are here to talk about the episode California 40. Yes. <laughs> we are. I feel like I'm getting sick, so if it sounds like I have a manly voice, Uh-oh. it's just this this week. Okay. Well, let us first begin by singing. Now that my vocal cords yes. are clearly ready for that. Okay. <clears throat> ahem, ahem, ahem. <laughs> Start us off, Sal. Da, 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 da. like a hundred percent of the time really it's never in, in my head it's in my head a lot huh yeah i, I don't know i wonder why i don't know i don't I mean, know it just sticks we watch it a lot i suppose okay yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> that could be it <laughs> the california 47th okay yeah let's do a tiktok of this episode although quite honestly the california 47th and red haven's on fire could easily have been a, just a two-parter. Part one and part two. Yeah. Yeah. They could have been, really. I mean, that's just, that's neither here nor there. So what's happening? The you want to give us the TikTok? Stuff. It's the same kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Let's give a TikTok. So, for one thing, we are going to California. Yeah. To see Sam. Love who's it. running, obviously, for the California 47th. He's running for Congress. Which I don't, I'm, whatever. Um, And at the same time, the Republicans have unveiled their tax plan. And so we're sort of debating about, the president and our team are sort of debating about unveiling the Democratic tax plan and when to do that. Mm -hmm. Things are going just haywire (laughs) in Kandu. Um, So we're trying to settle that situation, which we'll get into. There's a lot, a lot going on there. Things are going haywire in California, too. That's true. It's like, it's basically a comedy of errors. Let's be real. Yep. The speechwriting staff quit. (laughs) So that's going on while everything else is going on. We sort of need a speechwriting staff, but you know, whatever. So Will is dealing with that, which is fun. And... And Donna has a meeting with the communist. Donna has a meeting with the communist. That's like the big stuff, and there's a lot of little stuff coming off, as as always. I feel like I say that a lot as well, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, well, what were you, what were your thoughts on this episode in general, Sally? I I liked it. I just I'm kind of with you on that inflection. <laughs> yeah, I mean to follow up. I just love the inauguration episodes. Yeah. So to follow up, and this is always the thing with West Wing is you have these episodes that are so 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 good, and then Perfect. you just go back to a regular episode, and you're like, well, and it's still great, but because you just saw such greatness, you're like, you know, it dilutes it a little bit. So it yeah. was still really good, though. We this episode like- was really funny. I thought. Yeah, there were a lot of, I mean, I feel like the overall tone wasn't very funny, but there were yeah. definitely funny lines and funny There were a bits. lot of funny lines. Yeah. I mean, the overall tone, yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff going on, but there were tons of, because I just found myself writing down all of the jokes and it felt like there were a lot, but. Yeah. How did I you th- say you felt the same way? Uh, yeah, I feel like we should, like, color code the episodes and say, there's so many different reasons why the West Wing is amazing. 
And so we should, you know, kind of do a rating system and be like, this episode's amazing because of this. And if you're looking for yeah. that kind of episode, you should go here. Yeah. If you want to like cry your this, eyes out, you watch this yeah. episode. If you want to laugh, you yeah. watch this episode. Right. Yeah. If you want to shift somebody. Yeah. Policy talk. Yeah. Yes. If you want a lot of, this is very heavy on the military. I mean, obviously with the situation in Kundu and all of that stuff going on. It's very yeah. intense. So even the whole opening, like if I, I had to yeah. turn, I hate admitting this when I do, but I had to put on the subtitles because I did, there was so much going on. <laughs> it was so much don't jargon. Don't admitting it. Just go with it. Lean it's, into it. I just, I don't enjoy the episodes as much though, Sally, because then I can't look at their faces. <laughs> well, you just have to get used to you. I'm like, ooh, that font did lot, such but... great acting. Ooh, way yeah. to go, Ariel, you know, <laughs> or whatever they use, Comic Sans. Um... But yeah, so there was a lot of stuff going on uh, yeah. in the Situation Room in this episode. Right. But we did. But even find- in that, they're joking because he, you know, they're waiting on a guy to, to tell them what's going on, and he, and he's taking or he takes a phone call, and so the president's like, "Is he placing a bet?" And Fitzgerald's like, "Are we allowed to do that? Can I place a quick phone call?" Like yeah. even in that, they're joking, and when they leave the Situation Room, they're still joking because. Leo says, like, that was impressive, and Barlett's like, me? And he says, and Leo laughs at him, and he says, I'm not saying you can't be impressive. And the president's like, I can tell, by the way, you laughed at my face when I said that. So it is, it, it's odd that it was so, it was a serious episode when I, like, look back on it, but I just remember thinking that it was a funny episode, so. I don't know. I don't know. Like, for me, I, I obviously, I recognize the jokes. But I did, it felt a little contrived to me. It just felt like we were throwing jokes in there okay. just to put throw to, to throw jokes in there. But they were okay. they were fine. Um, they were fine. They, they, they fine were fine. Jokes. I did like I did like when Bartlett like they said uh, they're waiting for his response and he's like that's my response. <laughs> There's yeah. my response. Yes. <laughs> that's a also that's a Bulls really a hard sound to to notate. <laughs> I I just put it as a raspberry. What did you yeah, call that's that? Put, yeah. Is that what you call it? Okay. Yeah, that's what I call it. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I was like, I think that's the technical term. Um, I thought that was really I, funny. I did like when uh, Josh and Bartlett had an exchange and they're talking about whether or not something will stimulate the economy. And Josh says, yeah. well, it'll, st- it'll stimulate the Swiss economy. And he says, Josh gets <laughs> yeah. extra credit for being smart and funny at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So that great. was a funny scene. Right after the Situation Room, they're going into the White House, and he has a funny exchange with Debbie. The, all of Will's stuff with the interns was funny. There's a, I just have a lot written down that was funny. They were just very witty in this episode. Yes. Although, Although- after the exchange with Debbie, he walks in and talks to the ambassador and I think it was the ambassador. I didn't actually. I'm pretty sure that I just assumed that's who it would have been. But he's talking to the ambassador of Kundu, and he tells him he just took the airport. The ambassador's like, you know, we have to do this and this yeah. and this and blah blah blah. And, and President Bartlett's like, I just took your airport and like shakes yeah. his hand and tells him what's going to happen. So like a boss. Yeah, and he tell he says like Kundu is in the midst of a civil war, and he says, you know, you're not. <laughs> uh, so. Then he gives the order of 36 hours, which is a theme throughout, not a theme, but it goes on throughout the episode that uh, the president has 36 hours to tell the men to lay down their weapons. Yeah. I mean, I love anytime we have a time frame. It just raises the stakes. Yeah. Anytime we've got like a bill yeah. or a vote that which we've got Which is funny because on. we didn't have the time, like we didn't have the time cards on there, the time stamps in the episode, did we? 
You would no, think we they would want to like heighten that because sometimes they use them when there's not any like need for them. I feel like I feel like we've talked before about sometimes mm-hmm. they'll throw them in and I expect there to be a timeline and then there's not. That's and a good point. Yeah. In this one, this would have been a great one to like heighten the. You know, I don't feel like it whatever. needed it honestly though. I mean, I feel, well, I feel like, like it they worked. could have put other things around it, like that they had to release the tax plan by this time, and they had, you know, or maybe sure. if they had made it like Sam, like the polls open on this time, like if everything was coming together, mm-hmm. maybe that would have it would have been more necessary. Yeah, yeah, it might have confused things for the next episode too, because it's clearly a two parter. Yeah, it is really. It's a nice little TV movie length thing going on. Yeah. Well, let's see. I wonder if this is just Sorkin, like, just that he just writes better at this length. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was kind of wondering that, too. Since this is the second one, basically, we just came off of one that was a two-parter. And I thought for a minute, I was like, man, it's been a while since we've had a standalone episode. But I forgot The Long Goodbye, which is completely standalone. Like, the cheese stands alone. Um, Which also, I don't know if we even mentioned that it wasn't, that was one that Aaron Sorkin did not write. Well. He didn't write I the think long goodbye. Mentioned it. Yeah, he did not. And I, don't I think, think we, we mentioned, mentioned it in an episode a while ago, but we didn't mention it when we were actually talking about the long goodbye. Got so it. Got it. Worth okay. mentioning that that makes sense. <laughs> I wonder what the process is like of him like approving episodes and and where they fall in the season. You know what well, I mean? Well, there's only a hand. There's not many that he didn't write. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he just has ultimate control. I always wonder. The process in general. I mean, is he? I just wonder. Obviously, there are other writers on the staff. So, are they outlining the story and he's filling things in? That's how it worked on Gilmore Girls, which those those two get compared a lot. Is that the writer, like the in the writers' room and stuff, they would sort of outline these stories and outline what's going to happen, and then they would sort of delve in and fill in more specifics, and then Amy Sherman Palladino would come in and and really put the voice on it. Mm. And I wonder if that's how it was with Sorkin or if he would have wanted even more control because there's no way he could kept up this pace. But Can you imagine that, though, being a, a writer, uh, having that on your resume? It's no, incredible. I really can't. <laughs> it would be incredible. Yeah. No big deal. So. I just I just wrote on the West Wing. I just... Right. I would just, like, show up and valet my car everywhere and be like, <laughs> I wrote on the West Wing. <laughs> And just, I mean, because of the success of the show, because of how great it was, but and work, just working with Aaron Sorkin in his mind, I feel like that says a lot about you as a writer, that you, I don't know, could deal with the, the ups and downs of that, the pros and cons. Yeah. So. I mean, it's kind of like, I bet they have so many people that applied to be on the, the writing staff, just like we see yeah. with, with Will, and even his writing staff, which hopefully the interns... Let's talk about the intern situation with yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. This speech writing staff, because while I, mean, I do, uh, first of all, I do like the way that the dynamic plays out in, in terms of it's entertaining to watch. I will say, watching Will being frustrated and overwhelmed. You know, his first big yeah. assignment as deputy, and he's got this like, you know, patchwork of staff. To, to accomplish yeah. something. So I like I like the dynamic. I like that it's it's interesting. But really, these are the interns at the White House? Yeah. I just don't buy it. I no. really don't buy it. Maybe someone has been an intern or knows interns and can tell us that. But, I mean, you have to be, even just for, like, powerful companies. Like, forget working in politics. Even just for, like, 
important and like popular yeah. companies, you have to blow people away to get internships. Yeah. I just don't buy for a second. And like you said, I get it's a funny situation and maybe this is one of those things where he ignores, you know, how things would really be where Sorkin ignores how things would really be in order just to get the story, that's fine. But it just it just one of them even says, like, do you think we have any clue how to write a tax writing speech? And then will this really should have been a two-part episode because I can't remember if it's in this episode or the next where he, like, draws on the whiteboard. That's I think the, second, it's the next episode. Second episode, And yeah. literally, like, spells out how taxes work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, like, I just don't buy that these people wanted, like, were this interested in politics that they even applied or, like, got in to be a White House intern, you know, applied to be it, let alone got it. Like, I just, yeah, I don't buy any of it. <laughs> I can't and the even writing, make words about too, it because I just like, don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm an okay writer. I'm not. I'm not presidential. I. I could never work at the White House on the the speech writing staff, even if I wanted to. Yeah. But just the things that they wrote, and I'm like, really? That's that's what they came up yeah. with. Boy. What I did love, I'll say, is that Toby tells Will that 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 he fired the speech writing staff. I thought yeah. that was hilarious when he's <laughs> like, you know, they have a bad attitude, and I think they're pretty bad at their jobs. And then at the end, Will is like, because I I was like. That's a weird thing for Toby to do, but I didn't really think much of it. And then when Will says they quit, didn't they? I was I didn't, like, this is great. I didn't really think it was weird of Toby to do. I, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that's really true. Surprised. It does not seem that out of character. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I thought that was really wonderful. But, oh, the other thing is I, it really rubbed me the wrong way. The whole jersey thing. Giving them jerseys. He really can't remember. It was what just it, like Gilmore Girls. names. It was like Gilmore Girls when Paris Geller gives everybody a number in like hats. A number. On a, on a hat. Yeah, they're like 22. You're yeah. going here. That It felt very That's much funny. the same. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, it just, oh yeah, I wouldn't be, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they were parallel, but it, it just, that made me, you know, I'm going episode by episode with Will and that really irked me, but I will say him bringing in Rice Krispie treats is the cutest oh thing my gosh. ever. Rice Krispies. He always says the S. I always say Rice Krispies. I just, I know Rice Krispies treats is not how it's said, <laughs> which makes me think he makes me think he's never had Rice Krispie treats. Which is so but sad. The thought of him like going home and like thinking I should do something <laughs> to like make everybody like me, and then him like making Rice Krispie treats, and it's just Aww. that's great. That's a great mental image. So he got some points for that one, but then he got he lost the points for. The jerseys, and then he loses some points in the next episode, which we'll get to. So, but you know he's what? Sort of like one step forward, one step back for me now. It's like Paula like it Abdul. Just is teetering. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, some yeah. Um, I I just like the fact that we get to see somebody get acclimated to their role at the White House because we don't. We only get that one episode that has a flashback of when everybody was starting out and not really knowing Mm -hmm. where to go. But, like, generally, we come into the show with people knowing how to do what they need to do and kind of knowing the terrain. And so I think it's fun that we get to see someone who is really still trying to get their bearings and they're in a position of leadership now. So I think right. it definitely makes because we got it a little bit with Ainsley, and that was fun. But yeah, Ainsley that's and true. Will are so different that it is a different. It's still fun. It's still yeah. That's yeah. not I'm not over that. Yeah, yeah. And Will being so. uh, second banana, or not Will? Yeah. Uh, Sam. Sam being second banana to Bartlett. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah. Sam for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And the long hair, Sam. 
Oh, yeah. What is the... What that is, was literally going to be my first note, but I was like, maybe I shouldn't open with a hair comment, but let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. What's the deal? I like, don't you're know. running for Congress. Get a haircut. Yeah, dude. What is, is that, that about? super, like, I mean, stuck up of me to say? I just was really surprised by that. I'm just trying to think of what else Rob Lowe might have been growing his hair out for. I don't know. I'm surprised that it wasn't written in, though. Can you, I just imagine that if that if President Bartlett, real-life President Bartlett, saw Sam running for Congress with that haircut, he, he would have absolutely something. made a comment about it. Yeah. yeah. Leo, uh, too. Toby, too. Josh, too. Literally everyone. <laughs> yeah, <anybody. clears> But that's fine. We'll ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> Get a okay. haircut, Sam. So is this the Which is one... not that it, For me, it's not even that it looks bad. I mean, Rob Lowe can do whatever he wants to, seriously. Of course, but yeah. But when you're running for Congress, I don't know. Just, I mean, I know you're I busy, know. but... And maybe they're just trying to make, <laughs> yeah. make him look beachy or just trying to, like, show that he's on his way maybe out. So. I don't know. I don't but, know. But uh, I loved how Sam said that Donna was one of his best friends. Love. I thought that was sort of odd. I thought it was I was sweet, a little but... odd, but I was touched. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree. I'll agree with that. Yes. I was I'll, like, oh, yeah. okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, After but... Donna's meeting with the <laughs> farmer. <laughs> I totally forgot. Here's the other thing is that I don't – these are not rewatcher episodes for me. Not that they necessarily won't be from here on out, but, like, I I was the least familiar with these two episodes than I've been with most of the other ones. Hmm. Okay. So clearly I skip it because I don't really know what's involved, and now I do. But, yes, yes. Donna and the communist. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, what to I say? don't really love this. I mean, I think it's comedic. I think it's whatever. But, like, it just bums me out that Donna gets – she doesn't get set up. But, like, she had nothing to do with this. And she yeah. gets re- – Reno. so that kind of bums me out. But it was funny. It was – her their reaction when they find out he's a communist and Sam fires that dude. Yeah, that man. That was fun. Yeah. I so love Sam, all the quick personnel changes. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, feeling different about him, I guess. I don't know. I, I just, thought that was a little, not a little rash. I liked it, but it was very, it was, I mean, he was just like, cause, because they find out that he's a communist and the guy says, how stupid can you be? And Sam immediately says, you're fired. You're out of here. Yeah. And, he could have just said like, know. back off or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. he probably knew but, that hey, they were But he, he was fed up anyway. Yeah. He probably knew they weren't really running the campaign well. I love that Josh yeah. wants to go to the strategy breakfast because none of them feel like that Sam's being uh, set up or staffed in the best possible way. Right. Agreed. Super cute. Love that. Yeah. Yes. Um, agreed. I oh. did not like, we should mention John Paul is back for like Ugh. a second in this episode. Ugh. Which, Go whatever. away, John Paul. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, and that was fun because President Bartlett, Josh comes in and, and Josh is like, no, I'll leave you alone. And the president's like, if you leave, I will kill you. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I just don't really, I don't buy that, like, I don't, I don't know. We're supposed to believe that Zoe and President Bartlett have, like, a pretty good relationship. Yeah. And I just think that, A, just there's two things for this. A, is that I think that Zoe would care about whether or not her dad likes him. And I think she can tell he doesn't, and it doesn't seem to affect her too terribly much. And I B, think she's not paying I attention. Think, Maybe so, but my next thing is that, like, I mean, we talked about this, how I just don't buy that Zoe would be into him at all. But I also think 
that Zoe and President Bartlett were sort of set up, maybe I'm imagining this, were sort of set up to think that they're pretty similar people. That, like, they're the two peas in a pod of the family sort of vibe. Like, and so I just, I just think that she would have the same feelings about Jean-Paul that her dad would to an extent. I don't know. It's like when you expect, you would expect your friends to get along with your boyfriend because, like, it's just, they're your similar personalities. And I realize that's obviously not always the case. Mm-hmm. But if it's people, if it's two people that you're around so much and that so much of your personality is, like, sort of shared with them, I don't know. You just think there'd be less of a disconnect. And, and again, I realize before everybody tells us that's not always true. I know that's not always true, but, you know. It He's just, such a far cry is. from Charlie. You know what I mean? She yeah. just she just is in, she's point. in a phase. Mm-hmm. She's just not thinking straight. But yeah, yeah I've, that's got to be it. I don't like it, and Both. Toby doesn't like him either, which is not really a surprise. But I thought it was no. funny that he, he mentioned it. <laughs> um, I think it's funny how CJ doesn't want to go to California, and she's got thirteen hundred dollars in her checking yeah, she's account. Thirteen hundred dollars because <laughs> they threw an avocado at her and ruined a suit. That was funny. Uh, let's also talk about Toby and Andy in this one. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, Toby, never tell a woman that she's practically a minivan. Just, you yeah. know, just a tip yeah, on this yeah. Women's her, Day. Her reaction, though, uh-uh, girls, I saw him first. That was, <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. She's so like used Andy to him, up. you know? But his little... His before that comment, his little tirade was kind of cute. And oh, he's like, "We're standing in a flying death tube," and then he's I like, know. "Not, not you guys." I know that's totally what I'm going to be thinking on all of my flights. By the way, and when she walks in, and he's like, "Have you been here the whole time?" Which that just killed me. That killed me. He looked genuinely like surprised and dismayed. Yeah, I his, loved it. His delivery of that was perfect. <laughs> oh, Toby was so good in this one. Okay, and then 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 they get in the fight. Fight, um, not Andy and Toby, but Andy, a couple in the hotel picks a fight with her saying like, oh, yeah. your baby should really have a father. Oh, yep. man, that scene. Actually, I'm very surprised how calm that Toby is when he first I like know. steps in front of her. I would have thought he'd be like way more fired up. But I think it and sets up the fact that too. they go to. Yeah, I think it just sets up the the switch when they go to jail in a better way. You know, because you don't yeah, really expect fair. it to escalate to there. Then they cut to it, and you're like, oh, and now they're arrested. That's true. They make a comment about Charlie. Oh. Uh, like, this is the one who's with the daughter. Like, it, when Charlie stands up, oh, and this is the same gosh. thing when it happened in the in season one when they went to the bar and Charlie almost got in the fight. Like, yes. I love seeing all of them, like, stand up for each other. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, another just totally random observation is that I 1,000% believe that these people would be voting for Donald Trump. I totally people thought that, too. That 100% thought that. I'm like, this that. is it. This is, this is the demographic of people. <laughs> so oh, now gosh. we know. Uh, I also liked that um, when they told <coughs> Toby's like being funny and asked for like a certain kind of cell, and then they tell him that's that the cells are solitary, and he's like, "Perfect." <laughs> that's all he yeah. ever wants, anyways. Yeah. It's just to be by himself. Oh, that was a and great. And Josh moment. is like, "It's not going to be a problem. It's going to be a little bit of a problem." Yeah, this was this was comedic. I wonder in real life how much. I mean, it seems like it would be a pretty big deal, obviously, and it is a big deal, but. I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah. I think I think the second half I think the only thing that rubbed me the wrong way about the, the jokes in the situation room, which I know that we, we have jokes in there all the time, but for some reason it just felt like out of place to me. But all the rest of the yeah. stuff, yeah, I thought was really was really delightful. So Speaking of delightful, people will probably be surprised that it took this long because I feel like this is a pretty memorable moment. But President Bartlett yelling about the French off stage <laughs> he's like i'm gonna shove a loaf of bread up there that that was so and sam's introducing him and he's oh, like oh the timing hey, was president. great <laughs> yeah yeah i thought that was just it's just great and then at the end everyone has such great lines in this episode but at the end the president's like every time we come to southern california we are absolutely the clampets <laughs> i mean it's so true i love the way that yeah. that that uh it's sam recaps it like they're just they're just fumbling the ball at every at every point the only um, other thing i had a question about like is are we supposed to think or not think that there is like sexual tension between will and this intern oh no i didn't get that at all you didn't get that at all? The blonde, the blonde, like, main intern? There's no. some looks there. I don't know. Oh, right. well, I wouldn't know because I was staring at the crazy. subtitles, so I didn't actually see any of the acting. <laughs> well, anyway, and then... There's my also, response. Well, okay, never mind. My, my one observation has more to do with the second episode, so I'll save it for that. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Yeah. It's a decent episode. There's definitely moments that I like more than others. Oh, no. Duh. Sorry. We, at the end of the episode, we find out that the president of Kundu is trying to, quote, to quote Leo, finish the job before the deadline is up. So he's trying to yeah. essentially continue executing thousands and thousands of people. Mm. And that's obviously not very good. And then at the very end, we find out that... Um, three, I think it's three Marines, three military officers have been taken. Yes. Which is not good. I think it was two corporals and a PFC. But anyway. Yes. So that sets up the next episode, which really is part two. <laughs> yeah, basically part two. Leo always yes. has to stay behind to, you know, <clears throat> keep the world in order. He never gets yeah. to go on, like, fun trips, really. No. Nope. Oh, who would you pick Do for MVP you... for this? Would yeah. you pick Bartlett? I... I think I might. I think I might be President Bartlett. I think he is dealing with a really huge thing, obviously. And I don't know. I think he just keeps his cool. Well, I think he, I think it's great that they, although Sam thinks it's stupid and Sam, oh, we didn't talk about this. Sam basically forces President Bartlett to give his tax plan out ahead of time. They're all taking care of each other. But I think, yeah, I think it was super noble of the president and everyone else to want to sit on it uh, to help Sam out. So, and then I don't Sam know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with President Bartlett. If I had to choose, I'm going to go with President Bartlett. Okay, I'm going to pick Toby. Okay. He's my yeah. MVP. Alrighty. All right, that's part one of what we should call a combined episode. Let's see. California 47 on fire. <laughs> or... Okay, sure. That, I like that better. California 47's okay. on fire. Okay. Part one. Part uno. Yeah, if you guys have thoughts or feelings, send them to us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. Or we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Winging It Pod. Woo! Bye, guys. See you later.